Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons and we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we are going to be in Proverbs 11 and we're going to start with 16. We did 1 through 15 last week and now we're going to move on to 16 and finish out the chapter. All right. It's interesting where we're going to start off at. So we're just going to jump right in. And it says Proverbs 11 and 16. It says a gracious woman gets honor. A gracious woman gets honor. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say a gracious woman may get honor. It doesn't say a gracious woman might get honor. It says a gracious woman gets honor. Mm -hmm. What is she gracious about? She's gracious about her relationship with God. Because uh -huh. you can be dealing with people and you be gracious and they're not that gracious to you. Mm -hmm. That's not what this is talking about. This is your relationship with God. So it says a gracious woman gets honor. It says and a violent and violent men get riches. So when you look at that and it says, well, violent men get riches, that you know that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's like, well, I just wild out, I get rich. That's uh -huh. not what this is talking about at all. <laughs> right? Right. A violent men, violent men get riches. And these people who, and these are people who would do anything for money. Mm -hmm. and get it any by any means necessary mm -hmm. you know and we all know these type of people mm -hmm. they be on Facebook all the time talk about I gotta get this bag mm -hmm. I'm getting this money I gotta go get this money I gotta I'm a hustler uh -huh. mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff we know people like that Violent men get riches by any means necessary, and this and the riches are natural. You're not going to get spiritual riches from God by being the violent man. You're just not. 17 says, a man who is kind benefits himself. 
Uh-huh. But a cruel man hurts himself. So if we look how a man who is kind, a man who's always helping somebody, doing the right things, he benefits himself. Right? Mm-hmm. And remember, this he benefits himself with God. Uh-huh. That's where his benefits come from. Right. But it says a cruel man hurts himself. Which means that pushes you further away from God. Being cruel to people. Mm-hmm. This is why, you know, when you see somebody being cruel to people, you see them people getting riches by any means necessary, and, and it says and they're getting all this money, they're making all this money, doing all this stuff, and you see how much they are accumulating by the way that they are, don't think for one second they are getting away with it. Mm-hmm. They have a lot to answer for. Uh-huh. Right. 18 says the wicked earns deceptive wages mm-hmm. their wages are deceptive wow can you imagine having your wages and when you pull money every time you pull money out of your pocket it has a big old sign on it that says deceiving people Wow. Or when you pull out your credit card and you put it in this machine and put it on a big old screen says deceptive money. Because it's going to tell the truth of how you got your money. Mm -hmm. You might be rich, but how did you get it? And that's what God looks at. And see, you might fool people here, but you ain't going to fool God. No, you're not. You look at some of the wealthiest uh, families mm-hmm. in the world, and they say, "Well, well, it was passed down to my from my father and my mother and my grandfather. How did they accumulate it, though?" Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then when you find out how they accumulated, you might not be as happy. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next question becomes: Now, what are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> right. So the wicked earns deceptive wages, but one who sows righteousness gets a sure reward. When you sow righteousness, which means that you're giving it out to people. You're letting your righteousness show. You put your you put your credit card in the slide and the big old sign says, this is righteous money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. That's good. God says, you are sure to get a reward for that. Uh-huh. Doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Balancing out what God has given you uh-huh. To what you giving out. God bless me, so I'm going to bless you. Say that, say that. Right? Right. 19 says, whoever is steadfast in righteousness will live. So as long as you are keeping this righteous way, you will live. Mm-hmm. And you remain steadfast in it. Now, being righteous is being saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
right? And say, okay, well, how can you be, can you be righteous and not be saved? No. Part of being righteous is being saved. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't separate righteousness from being saved because that's part of being righteous. Your righteousness comes from God. And if God gives you righteousness and deems you righteous, that means you are saved. So whoever steadfast in righteousness will live. And it says, but he who pursues evil will die. The pursuit of evil. Can you imagine you looking for evil? You just go out looking for evil. And you have people doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you look for evil? Because yeah. you go to the library or you go, well, you know, people don't go to the library too much no more. But you have people going to the library. You start downloading books about witches and warlocks and mm -hmm. different things and how to conjure up this, that, and the other and mm -hmm. reading astrology stuff. And so you can learn how to read palms and doing uh -huh. all this kind uh -huh. of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Pursuing evil. Mm -hmm. Pursuing evil is death. Hmm. He who pursues this type of lifestyle mm -hmm. will die. It's no exception in that. Mm -hmm. 20 says, those who, those of crooked heart are an abomination to the Lord. Mm -hmm. When your heart is crooked, Mm -hmm. You're an abomination to God. The interesting thing about Proverbs, and when you deal, dig into Proverbs, you see this word abomination a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And see, people believe, you know, it's only one or two things that's an abomination to Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, that you see later on in the New Testament. But it's a lot of things that God deems an abomination to Him. In the Old Testament. We've seen it a couple times last week. And, and even this week. A crooked heart is an abomination to God. Uh -huh. He said, but those of blameless ways are his delight. Well, how can I be blameless when we sin all the time? We become blameless when we repent. You know? Well, I'm walking with God and I'm and I'm and I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do, but I do sin every now and then. Yeah, and repentance is part of your walk with God. Uh-huh. And this keeps you blameless. This keeps you holy. This keeps you spiritually balanced with God. This keeps you righteous. Uh-huh. And he says, and when you do these things, when you repent for your sins, and when you are being a righteous person, and you, you don't uh, misuse your balances, mm -hmm. all of those things, right? It says, this is a delight to God. Right. That's a delight to God. Say it, say it. 21 says, be assured 
An evil person will not go unpunished. An evil person will not go unpunished. Uh-huh. Ain't that something? Uh-huh. Just evil. Uh-huh. I'm pursuing evil stuff. I'm doing evil stuff. And as I do evil things, I become wicked. So this person will not go unpunished. Uh-huh. It says, but the offspring of the righteous will be delivered. So long as you stay righteous with God and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you'll be delivered from all evil. You'll be delivered from everything bad. Say that, say that. This is what God does. You are deemed holy and you save yourself. <laughs> 22 says, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. Hmm. Now, I don't know how pretty a pig's snout is with a ring in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Is a beautiful woman without discretion. So you have heard that saying where it says, um, "When you're trying to dress something up that's ugly, and you put lipstick on pig, just put this gold ring in this pig's snout, trying yeah. to make it look cute." Yes. No. That's how cute a woman is without discretion. Mm. Wow. <laughs> now this is the Bible saying this. Right? You got a woman that don't have no discretion about herself. She don't care what she do. She don't care how she do it. Where she do it. What she doing. No discretion. Wow. Have some discretion about yourself. Say that, say that. You have to love yourself a little bit. I mean, uh -huh, come on. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, respect yourself. Yeah. Amen? Uh -huh. Amen. 23 says, The desire of the righteous ends only in good. The expectation of the wicked is of the wicked in wrath. So God said, as long as you are righteous, it's only going to be good. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about being righteous. God said, well, if you live a righteous life, you'll be saved. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. it, says, it says it's good. It's only good. That's it. So it says, it's no thing where you say, well, I lived a righteous life, but 
No, you live a righteous life, period. You're good. That's it. The expectation of the wicked in wrath. So the expectation of what you do as a wicked person mm -hmm. is only going to give you God's wrath. That's all you get. Okay. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. This is 24. When one gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers one. So, and, and you see this with, with people. When people are secure in what they have, they give freely. Why is it that people give freely when they know what they have and then people who accumulate so much don't want to give nothing? Uh-huh. So, and the answer to that, it says you give freely yet you grow richer because of the fact that you understand that these things that you have accumulated don't matter. Uh -huh. That's right. So because these things that you have accumulated doesn't matter, God don't mind giving it to you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Because you're not you're gonna do right by it. But people who hoard it, mm -hmm. they only suffer one because all they want to do is accumulate more. Uh, and more, uh, and they stingy with it, mm -hmm. and they become hoarders. Mm -hmm. And you get all of this stuff, and you can't park without it. I need all of this stuff. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that is a horrible, mm -hmm. horrible spirit to have on you. Because I've seen people with that hoarding spirit. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I mean, you try to clean up their house, they are not having it. No. I need that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it gets yeah. serious. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yes. To the point where the demon doesn't even allow them to see the mess. Uh -huh. All they see is the want for more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't see what you see. Uh huh. Right. Right. Yeah. Twenty-five. Whoever brings blessings will be enriched, and the one who waters will, and one who waters will himself be watered. So whoever brings blessings will be enriched. So you bring blessings, you come with blessings, you, you're doing good things. It says you'll only be enriched. Say that, say that. God is telling you that when you help other people, God will en enhance you. Here's the thing. And we, and we, and we talked about how, um, about these people having more and the, the richer getting, the people that give freely gets richer. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I was saying, how God will keep blessing you. So when you see these people, whoever is blessing will be enriched. 
Because as long as you are blessing other people, God going to keep giving you stuff. Uh -huh. Which means you will be enriched not only in the things that you're getting, mm -hmm. but in wisdom. Mm -hmm. So the wisdom that you gain. Mm -hmm. Because God is like, okay, well, I can give this out, I can give this out, I can give this out. God gave me this now. So now I can divvy out this. And you learn... Uh -huh. How to use what God gives you to help others. Say that, say that. Right? Because mm -hmm. then, then your first thought is, oh, I came across this. And, and <laughs> my wife do it all the time. She mm -hmm. gets new things. And the first thing she thinks, okay, I can get this to the church. Say that. <laughs> That'd be your first thought. Mm -hmm. Not a husband, mm -hmm. but the church. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> But we teach that here, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. we understand that we have what we need, mm -hmm. uh -huh. but we can help others. Mm -hmm. And as long as we are helping others, and, and, and you have to look at it this way, because God will see you as one of his helping stations. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And as long as he sees you as a helping station and you helping all of these people in, in, around you, he's going to keep giving it to you because you're going to help more people. Whoever brings blessings will be enriched. And whoever waters will himself be watered. Now this is knowledge. So as you spread your knowledge and wisdom and understanding to other people, God will keep on watering you. As you water people, He's watering you. Said. Right? Then mm -hmm. that's so awesome. So if I'm watering other people and God is watering me, that means I never run out of water. Said, said right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right? Right. I'll never run out of water. Mm. Now, this water is wisdom, so I will never run out of God's wisdom. Uh-huh. Because he keep feeding me as I feed people. Right. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. As long as I'm using his water for plants. Mm -hmm. And these plants are still growing. You're going to keep giving me water to keep them growing. That's, That's how right. he does. Right. 26 says, the people cursed, the people curse him who holds back grain, but a blessing is on the head of him who sells it. I need all this grain. You ever see them people? You know, and they have these shows where they... <laughs> They had these bunkers in case the world ends. Oh, yeah. And they got these things underground and you yeah. go into their little cabins and yeah, I got all this canned goods and all this stuff just in case the apocalypse come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you hurts. I'll tell you hurts. Oh Amen. You know what's so what's so interesting about that? Is that 
when you see, it says, uh, the people curse him who holds back grain, but a blessing is on the head of those who sells it. It says when you when you you you're holding back and you're not giving anybody any, you ain't trying to sell it, you're not trying to do anything, you're just holding on to it for your own self. Uh -huh. And you're not blessing nobody. Right. You're not blessing anyone and you're hoarding. Now, as we were talking about these people down in these bunkers. The funny thing about that is they down in these bunkers and they got all this stuff and apocalypse come, I'm good, I'm straight, me and my family are down here. If there is an apocalypse uh -huh. and you in this underground tank, mm -hmm. if there's an earthquake, mm -hmm. you'll be the first one to get it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know what you think and when you read Revelation, God tell you, it is nowhere to hide with this stuff. Right, right. right. Nowhere to hide. The only thing you did in your bunker is buried yourself. Mm -hmm. right. uh -huh. That's it. You, you can't outwit God. I don't understand. <laughs> mm But it says when you have all of these things and then, you know, and you, and we learn this stuff through these movies where we see, you know, people have all this food and everything and then they got their shotguns outside the house and they mm -hmm. just protecting all of this stuff instead of helping people that need, that's in need. Uh -huh, uh -huh. This is what we do. And God said you curse when you do this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But you bless when you helping others and you sell it and you and you doing things to help people out. Mm -hmm. Twenty seven says, whoever diligently seeks good seeks favor. Mm -hmm. When you diligently seek God, you seek the favor of God. Mm -hmm. It says, but evil comes to him who serves and who searches for it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You search for evil, you gonna find it. Mm -hmm. But it's going to work against you. Mm -hmm. That's the sad thing. Say that, say that. 28 says, whoever trusts in his riches will fall. If you believe that money is going to sustain you, that is the thing that's going to tear you down. But the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You'll blossom if you just trust in God. Stay righteous. Mm -hmm. 29 says, whoever, whoever troubles his own household will inherit the wind. Mm. And the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. And it says, you will inherit the wind. How do you do that? You can't. You're just spinning around, around, mm -hmm. around. You will inherit nothing when you're tearing up your own household. When you're making a mess of your own house. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. Fighting against everybody in your house. Mm -hmm. When your house is... You know, your husband fighting against your wife. Wife fighting against their husband. The kids doing this, that, and the other. And the kids got the parents divided. You mm -hmm. know, all of that right. kind of stuff. You fighting against your own house, you just, you're going to inherit nothing. Say that. Nothing's going to come good of that. And then it says, and the fool will be the servant to the wise of heart. 
What does that mean? That means because once your house gets divided and you lose your home, mm -hmm. you're going to have to go live with somebody else who know how to act like they got some sense. <laughs> Servant to those people because you have to move into their house, right? And you ain't gonna be doing all that mess that y'all was doing at y'all house. Uh -huh. you, you see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. This is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever captures souls is wise. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And whoever captures souls is wise. Mm -hmm. So when you are bearing fruit as a righteous person, that is, it's, it's, it's a life tree uh -huh. for other people. You're helping people gain life. You're teaching people things that God wants them to know. And, and, and they're using those things and you become that tree that everybody's taking a branch off of and they're learning from it. And, they, and they, it's just like a plant. Like this plant up here, this is the type of plant that I can take a piece off of and I can grow a whole nother plant from it. Say mm -hmm. that. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So th this is what that is saying. And it says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And this is a tree of life. And I can take one of these pieces of life and grow another life with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what God is telling us to do. And it says, and whoever captures souls is wise. Mm -hmm. So many people that can do these do this thing with the plants this is wise when you can take these souls and you can help nourish them mm -hmm. water them like he said earlier mm -hmm. and then and, and as you learn through through the old testament the question was asked by cain am i my brother's keeper you learn yeah. later that you are uh -huh. right right you are your brother's keeper mm -hmm. Cain asked the question, mm -hmm. am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. These scriptures, all these scriptures tell you, yes, you are. Uh -huh. And you're accountable for helping or hindering your brother. Mm -hmm. We read all through these scriptures. I will bless you when you help people. Uh -huh. And you'll be cursed if you don't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 31 says, if the righteous is repaid on earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner? Can you imagine if God says he'll repay you here and you can see all the blessings that you get? How much more is it when you are doing wrong? You see? And you have to take that into consideration when you are dealing with God. Mm -hmm. Right. God is going to bless me, he's going to do this, and he's going to make this thing work, and I've watched God work in my life, and he's doing these great things, and, and I thank God for everything that he's doing, and he's moving, and he's doing all of this stuff, but his wrath is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's moving, it's catching up with you, it's stopping everything, people are dying around you, you keep... Every time you're trying to get somewhere, you never go that far. You only get so far and you just can't pull out. You know, you just can't seem to make it. But you're trying to do it without God. Mm -hmm. And eventually, that's going to end. Say that. You keep right. falling short because God wants you to ask Him for the rest. But you refuse to ask Him for the rest. 
and eventually it's just gonna fall. Period. Uh -huh. And this is what we need to learn. So we really, truly need to stick to these scriptures, understand what God is saying, and make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Say that, say that. Because Jesus is the only way uh -huh. that we're going to get what we need to get in Christ, get what we need to get in the afterlife, as far as having eternal life uh -huh. mm -hmm. with God. Because right. here, the, the, the kicker is, <laughs> one way or the other, you're going to have eternal life. Uh -huh. You're going to be in an eternal world. It's either going to be eternal life or eternal death. It's going to be up to you, though. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. So you will live in eternity. It's just how. Uh-huh. Right. True. You're going to be in death or you're going to be in life? And Jesus Christ is the only way to life. Mm. Amen? Say that, say that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures. We thank you for understanding uh -huh. the good, the bad, the righteous, the wicked, and knowing what is a blessing and when is your wrath, and knowing the balance between the two, and your wrath is just as bad as, 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 as your blessings are good. Uh -huh. And we know this, God, and we thank you for giving us clarity in the scriptures today. Father, we thank you and we praise your name for your son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross. Now we have a chance at eternal life. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and we say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Washington of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.